0: Of the day. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it
1: means. Today's words of the day. The first one. Oh, there we go. Putting the headphones on. <laughs> you didn't give me any warning. <laughs> Back in the saddle. Uh, the the first the first word of the day. Doomer. Unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. Doomer. A lack of faith in humanity or people in general. So it's like the boomer. Like, okay, boomer. This is okay, doomer. mm Giving up on all humans or groups of people for perceived slights or injustices committed by few. A doomer. And then the other word of the day, unctuous. U-N-C-T-U-O-U-S. Excessively smooth, suave, or smug. Unctuous. Hmm. Your words of the day. Learn it. Know it. Practice it. Good. Amen. You ready? Amen. Are you Ready? Yep. Let's get it on. Look at your products and Google me. What did you do to me? Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy. eh? I'm going to go back to hiatus.
0: If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my bed.
1: and welcome to the cohort sports report gas bags with fun facts the podcast by regular joes for regular joes sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee i almost didn't remember that because it's been so long my name is jeff woodworth i'm joined by my friend and co-host in that order it is a return of Brendan flanagan hello welcome back dude if we had some cheering sound effects insert them now (laughs) how you been
0: uh, I've been hanging in there. Quarantine sucks, but it's... uh. Somebody got to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's it? That's what Just working have. from home and, and then... That's what I, you have to say on the matter? That's really about all I got. <laughs> so you said that you're tired of working at home. Tired sucks. I just to stopped touching my eye. I touched my eye. It's over. My allergies are going to kick in during this episode. I've been at home way too much.
0: And I, I missed uh, the off in the AC because this past week was too hot in my I'm, damn house.
1: I'm curious, how are you doing without without working out, without the gym, the CrossFit arena? Got it the, in my garage. Yeah? Yeah. Are you still getting it in, though? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know, man. Some people say that home workouts aren't the same. No, they aren't. They aren't. They're, They're not. not, not the working same. out by yourself sucks. Just not, like... Not it's the people around you, or yeah, anything like that. nobody pushing you to go hard. <laughs> no fucking yoga pants to look at when you're trying to go for that extra no, set, yeah. You know, like it's just it's the worst. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> How's your treadmill? Uh, it's, some used it's being used as some storage <laughs> right now. So you know, I don't know. I've been hitting that thing two, three times a week. I fixed my shin splints, dude. That was the biggest thing that I've been dealing with. How'd you fix them? I got a resistance band and I started stretching out my my shins. So uh, a bunch of ankle exercises with the resistance bands, and it strengthens that muscle that's like right on top of the shin, whatever whatever the hell it's called. I ain't no physiotherapist or whatever it is, (laughs) but um, it's helped. And then I run on an incline. That's why the treadmill is stuck like that. So don't run very far, only like a mile, mile and a half. But you know, gotta do what you gotta do. Only on like four and a half or five. You Mm -hmm. know, and it's just uh, and just get it in. And you just go, and it and it helps, I don't know, it, it doesn't hurt that much anymore, or it doesn't hurt at all, really, anymore, so I'm pumped off it, I'll take it, I, I just may have added a couple more years to my life, Who knows? Or yeah. at least a couple more years of mobility, mm-hmm. so it wasn't even the arthritic ankle either, which is the weirdest part, it's just like, all right, that's cool, it's just arth- arthritis because of the surgery, but, all right, dude, uh, enough jibber-jabber, do you have an alpha? I know uh, you don't have a full alpha, beta, zeta, but do you have an alpha? I'll
0: give the um, – I don't have an alpha, actually, to be honest with you. You don't have an to alpha? To be honest I don't It's have an okay. Alpha. You know what? I think – There hasn't been be many alphas I lately. I was going to say,
1: to be fair, there's not really – there's mm-hmm. nothing really being an alpha right now. Um, maybe, you know – And it'll be owners so You can give the no, beta, no, too. No, 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 I mean, that that's its own thing. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, just as far as alpha, beta, is it, it goes, I don't know if there's anything that, that is alpha right now <laughs> other than just total uncertainty. <laughs> Me? I don't think right now it's really alpha. There's right nothing now. really alpha <laughs> about the situation that's going on right now, unless you're unless you're saying like the voice of the voiceless, right? Like that's pretty alpha. Mm. That's that's going off right now. But other than that, yeah, um, the I mean maybe allergies, cause that's about to take over m- my life here in about five minutes, and you guys will be able to to audio, uh, you know, to, to be able to follow along with that. But beta wise, I put this, uh, you know, as you got here, I explained to you the computer that we normally record this podcast on. So just to give you guys an idea of the setup, we're going to pull the curtain completely behind. Uh, we'll just pull it all the way to the side here, let you know all the stuff that's going on behind. It's essentially two dudes, two mics, sounds like a porno, with you know headphones, got these a cords running. Mic. Yeah, <laughs> he's got these, uh, got these cords running into an audio interface that connects to a computer. And this computer is nine, nine years old, a refurbished 2011 MacBook Pro. Right. I have another computer over here, so I'm sounding privilege right now, which I don't. That's not the point. But this is like, you know, just the better computer using that for stats, all that on the other stuff. This this old computer is strictly used for recording the podcast now. It is only used for audio purposes. Well, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was during the heat wave because it just sat on my desk mm-hmm. for but it, it, for three straight days in 90 plus degree heat. I don't know. It's gone through summers before the computer like warped. <laughs> and now it like rocks on its side. The touchpad is completely useless. I don't know what happened. And I you have
0: a 1980s mouse. I d- Yeah,
1: yeah. It. And I have a ma- like a mouse from the 19 19- probably one of the first ever mice that's or mouses that was ever created. It was a model from Dell, and I got that hooked uh, in. It's, it's the classic 2005 I model. D- I don't know what's mouse. going on here, man. This is like this is the jankiest setup that we've had now for <laughs> two years setting this up. So I don't know. Maybe the beta right now is just the the technology issues. That I'm facing first world problems, and I understand that there's so much worse going on out there to be complaining about this is ridiculous. But in podcast perspective, it's a pain in the ass. So we might be making a switch here, technologically speaking, soon. Um, here's hoping. But yeah, beta for sure. Definitely this, this old-ass computer. It's, it's how to run, but it won't get its proper respect until it finally goes kaput. Right now, I'm just going to complain about it. And then Zeta. Excuse me. Allergies. There we go. Zeta. These riots. The zeta. I think at this point, nobody cares if you condone or don't condone. I've already virtue signaled on Twitter that I don't condone them. But nobody cares. Excuse me, allergies, this is going to make this tough. Nobody cares if you condone or do not condone the riots. What the point of the riots is now is to understand why they're happening. And if, you know, if you... And, and I don't want to compare them to a child, but you have to look at, right, and, I, and I won't, I'll compare them to a, a wheel instead. Let's say you have a squeaky wheel, right? Like my mom has always said when you're going out for a job promotion or whatnot, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. The more you persist and, and, and like nag somebody, like you put in an application, you hit them up, you follow them up, and you keep on bothering them. Eventually, they're just gonna be like, all right, well, you know, uh, in theory, eventually they'll be like, all right, we're gonna give this guy a shot, whatever. So in this case, it's not a question of, you know, gang violence or, you know, anything. It's its 100% about the fact of the way the police across the nation, across the nation, because there are instances in it in damn near every state now, and there have been for about five, six years, especially in the rise of social media where we're able to see it, and we can't act like America. This has been on since the 90s. I was gonna Oh, even before that, civil rights, yeah. bro. Like, I was going to say, we can't act like America it hasn't had a history of it. It's just becoming, I, I've seen plenty of quotes where it's like, it's not... It's not that it's escalated, it's just being recorded now and delivered to us much faster. Um, that the approach to apprehending a person of color in instances uh, compared to a, a white person are drastically different, man. And re- like, and the fact that a, and I was explaining this to you, as a black person has to go out there and they fear not only that they're going to get stopped and frisked or they're going to get questioned if they're in a place that they feel like they shouldn't be, when the police come there's that much more of a chance that the situation escalates and gets violent and people are like just cooperate with police man it don't work like that like mm-hmm. they they have they are given permission to throw their weight around in these instances and i don't understand why when you have cops that have you know handcuffs mace uh, I think they used to have a baton, a taser, and and a gun, and the gun is always the first thing they reach for, and it's just like, that's not the case when you're dealing with mm-hmm. somebody who's white. I've seen videos of guys kneel- wielding knives at cops, you know, telling them that they're going to fucking kill cops, do and of yeah. my French, and the cops are still, <laughs> you know, standing there, pointing tasers at them, or trying to take them down, you know, with a wrestling move, and it's like, no, those are the fools that you should be dropping six, seven rounds into, you know, like... But because they're white, they get approached differently. School shooters, the white school shooters that don't kill themselves, these guys come out and they get their days in court. But you're going to tell me somebody that was apparently high and causing a ruckus in a corner store, that man gets a knee dropped on him for nine minutes? No, that's inexcusable, right? So we know this in this instance, but they're protesting because when institution doesn't change and the system doesn't change and they've they've been trying to change it peacefully like MLK said they should, and you don't listen, then they have to go and get your attention somehow, so I'm not, again, nobody condones the riots, because nobody gives a fuck if you condone it or not, it's a matter of if you understand what's going on, because these people feel like they're not being heard, and no change is happening, and dude, it's on, like, you and me, you know, like, our generation, to kind of help put an end to it, like, you know, or at least, at least, topple it right get over the mountain on this I don't think you're ever going to get rid of it there's always going to be people that come up in there and they're racist but the system itself doesn't have to be racist you know as far as police go I look at them like a bunch of apples if you have a hundred police and you have 10 cops that are bad you have 10 dirty cops and the other 90 cops know about those 10 dirty cops you now have a, a hundred bad cops because they're not speaking up and they're not saying anything so why are cops that have backgrounds in the KKK why are they allowed to be in the force? Why does a cop that has 50 complaints about him? Why is he why does he get kicked off of a force in one city and then he moves two towns over and he gets a job on their police force? Right? Why is there no way of tracking these guys? Like and, and again, like if a criminal is doing wrong, I am 100% in support of the police apprehending them, but everybody's also do their day in court and it's your job to get them from the scene of the crime that's being committed. To the jail where they can wait to be then transported to court, right? And if you fail, there's a part, and, and if something happens in that in that process, you bear a responsibility. And when a guy's in a cop car like Floyd was, and you have four cops there that then pull him out of the car, start wailing on him, and then you got three that stand by while another one, you know, drops the knee. It's like this is fuck, this is ridiculous. And then I t- and then you can look up all the other instances of of the of what happens and whatnot. So, I mean, I know. I know that's not where he wanted to go. Um, I know it's, it's not a comfortable conversation. We were talking about it. We need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable conversation, man, because right now, as is, I don't think you could deny that the system is definitely slated to um, help us. Oh, 100%. I think, yeah. th- I
0: think, th- I think the problem with uh, the police force is that a lot of the police, mm, fo- they, they. Uh, well, I was talking to my dad. I think I was talking to my dad, my dad about this. A lot of them don't know how to defend themselves. Yeah. And, um the problem is like you like you said, you have all these different weapons you can use to quote unquote protect yourself, but then you pull out the gun. The gun should be something where you have f- it last, 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 however many last you want to put last resort. Yeah. And um I think in the police force these days you have a lot of you have um something similar to like a um you have a you have a nerd who's not good at defending themselves, or you have a some jock yeah. That's an idiot. Hyper aggressive. You have nobody that's in the middle. It's yeah. kind of like the twenty like the twenty one jump street and not to like. Yeah, no, like, no, I the, get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. So you, have, so you have these these hyper I mean hyper opposite, I guess, of these cops where they like you have one guy laying on the ground and you literally can't restrain him or have him like standing up and you have four cops around him. Yeah. Why does it take four or five
1: of you to jump in there and start slugging him, you know? It's just, it's, this, it's, a, it's a weird, it's a thing that I've noticed. It's and, as, kind of and as far as the riots go, I've seen plenty of videos of, of people peacefully protesting. Um, get, you know, I saw the San Jose, Chief of San Jose Police was kneeling with protesters. There was some other cop that did it as well over on the East Coast. There was a good North Dakota uh, video of a sheriff at the, uh, in North Dakota, some county in there, where he just addressed a group of people and said, I'm going to walk with you. Like, there's not... That's what I'm saying. There's not bad cops. they're not all bad. Are not all cops are bad cops. I get that. But when you cape for the bad cops, then you're not. That's not good. Oh shit! You're good.
0: There you go. Uh, it's um. Yeah. It, it's. I think it's with everything in life, though. It's like when you have one bad apple, it paints a picture of everything. You're all putting in the same umbrella, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Which sucks, but that's
1: uh. But I, I mean, it also goes back to the police thing, right? Like, why do these guys—these guys feel emboldened? And it's like when you look at when you look at a police officer, um, why does it take? Somebody tweeted something and said, why does it take seven years to become a lawyer? But it only takes what eight weeks? I mean, there's only—it's only a two-month, two-three-month process to go to the to go through the police academy. Like, excuse me, your job is to essentially. You're you're supposed to know all these laws, and the the lawyers are the ones that know even more. I just – to me, and like you said, you get the jock background. You get the nerd background. There needs to be more of an education. I heard over in Germany it takes three years to become a police officer, and I think that should be something that happens over here because not only should you have the physio, right, but you should have the mental to make sure that your emotions are in check and that you're stable. But -hmm. then I also think there needs to be an education point because you're out in the community. You're out in the front lines. Cops should have to go and at least have an associate in in a um, a psychology, a sociology, or a philosophy type of degree, like some some social arts degree like that, to where it invokes a sense of like what you're going to encounter while you're out in the community because. And unfortunately, a lot of these guys can't think of existential – they can't answer or comprehend existential questions or, or, like, the consequences of their actions while they're out there on the fly. And I think that just comes from a lack of training and education. And, if, again, that – and so you'll weed out the the old, stupid, racist ones naturally, you know, because the, that's – I mean, honestly, if you – that's one thing I've noticed with a bunch of racist people is there's usually – it's associated with a lack mm-hmm. of, intelli- like, intelligence there. Um, and and an, and an an ability inability to absorb. It's
0: a lack of intelligence and a lack of experience. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I think it's I also think
0: experience was a big. I think a lot of racist people you find are ones that live in rural areas that aren't around a lot of people that don't mm-hmm. see things that other people see. And I think yeah. the experience was a
1: big role in. Racism. It's. I mean, it's. It's actually tragic. But that's what I'm saying. It looks and and I explained this. I was explaining this to my parents, and I told them I was like, I love you guys, but don't get me wrong when I say this. It's your generation. It's not you in particular, but the world will become a better place when that generation of people dies off. Or they're out of leadership roles. Well, that's and but the, it, they'll still be. Well, they'll still be in the position of being able to vote and try and and they'll still be the majority. So that's what I'm saying. When they die off, that uh, I think of it as like Latin or or like a you know a language or an ideology that dies right like it will it will eventually like racism will eventually it's never going to go away but it will get like trampled in a sense it'll get cast back into the underbellies of where it's like not okay and it's not gaslighted and and not as like okay to be out in the open because people are like oh free speech free speech it's Mm -hmm. like there's certain limits on free speech you know when it comes to hate speech and and racist speech, that's where it's just like, I don't know if I can, I, I, I don't, well, you're allowed to say it, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to engage with you or, you know, take your opinion or, you know, have anything to associate with you. But I think because you look, when it started off, our grandpa- our grandparents and their, their parents, our great-grandparents, were not so far off from the Civil War where we just ended slavery, right? So there was already this built-in ideology of racism that has slowly started to dilute as it's gotten down to where our parents are at. But there's still our parents were born right around the time of civil rights. So even as all this progression, there was still think of it as like growing up as a teenager. There's still confusion there mm-hmm. towards like now by our generation and the generation after us are growing up where it's like we're totally cool. Well, I mean, majority, majority of people totally cool on gay marriage totally mm-hmm. cool on on gen you know they i mean they look at transgender with a question mark but they say okay it's not for me but if it makes you feel better you could do it you know there's it's a li- we're getting even if you're still conservative you're still getting more progressive as the generations grow so that's what's promising there unfortunately you want to see something happen faster than that i don't want to have to wait another 40 years for that generation for for that ideology to have died off by then my thing is always it's the for me my whole
0: philosophy when it comes to dealing with other people it's the cardinal rule the uh, treat if you treat, treat others how you yeah, want to be treated exactly yeah. so
1: if you're nice to me I'm nice to you right and it's just like I mean hey man you know we're all gonna do stupid stuff we're all gonna say stupid stuff but there's um, it's it, you know if you're out there breaking the law you deserve to be apprehended but you also deserve your day in court. That's, mm-hmm. all, that's all I want to end it with is that you deserve to be tried and, and that's where we can talk. And then you can open up that conversation about how jacked up the judicial system is like when you're in court and how, how racist that is. But just being able to get from the street to court if if they're in trouble, you know, but that's on top mm-hmm. of already being stopped at a higher rate and, and, you know, being, you know, probable cause and all that, all that jazz. So it's just like that's and even saying all that jazz is, is making it dismissive when it's not. But that's why that's why the riots are going on. And that's why I need to understand what's what's going on and if there's older people out there that just don't get that or you see people that are caping for you know the police and saying oh this shouldn't be happening it's like well no no shit that it shouldn't be happening but let's talk about why it's gotten to this point huh Mm -hmm. let's have that conversation and then let's have some action follow from that conversation in a perfect world so okay i have strained flan that was the alpha beta zeta we don't know really what's alpha given these times the computer was the beta, and then the Zeta, the weirdest, of the riots.
0: Alpha, no, I got alpha for you. Okay, retroactive alpha. It's a little, it's a little, a little funnier. Uh, it'd be my, up the my, mood. my guy. Yeah. Um, he actually, it's an alpha and a beta at the same time. Okay.
1: Alpha goes to Portnoy, beta goes to commish. Oh, my <laughs> God. Dude, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> <coughs> so, <coughs> I need to blow my nose. You give, give the backstory on that. Go ahead. Portnoy, Kamish. Um, Portnoy, give the backstory plus the, um, plus the uh, auction.
0: So, yeah, so they're doing this whole thing for COVID where it's an auction and you get to you get to go to uh, uh, the commissioner, NFL commissioner of football, his uh, his den, I guess, or his Roger basement, and watch a Monday night football game. And it was the highest bidder would win it. All the money would go to charity. And Dave Portnoy, who has had a run-in with Goodell for about five years now,
1: El Prez for Barstool.
0: he um, he won the auction by paying a quarter of a million dollars for it. He won it fair and square. He got the email, everything. Two hundred
1: fifty thousand.
0: And about three or four days ago, uh, he didn't pass the background check and he got denied.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely, I think it's so funny. the 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 commish hates charity, is what he came out <laughs> and said. But yeah, that was gonna be awesome because he. Kn- we all know Roger Goodell has no personality. He can't take a joke. He's a robot. You know, he's exactly he's he's a slave to the owners. He's the meat shield of the NFL. And you know, it's it. To see that they're gonna pass up on the tour, the next highest bidder though I heard is Marlins man, Marlins man oh, yeah, was, r- was right behind that, yeah, Portnoy, yeah. so he's gonna be the one to, to spend it. But it's just absolutely ridiculous that this is what we're this is what it's come to is you come up with any excuse to avoid that because you know Portnoy would have found a way to make that into content to yeah. make Goodell look so silly, <laughs> to make him look so stupid. So and that's un it's unfortunate, but yeah. So boo boo. Or poo-poo, the NFL, and Roger Goodell, and, and that sucks for Portnoy, but definitely Alpha in this situation mm-hmm. where even even in the name of charity, a quarter of a million dollars in the name of charity in the NFL, I'd love to see the excuse they came out with. Did you see the tweet that they came out with the, the, about these riots? This is something else, man. This is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back to the riots. I'm sorry, but this is the last thing I'm going to say about the NFL. And it's just like the cognitive dissonance of the NFL – and I know that they have started donating money and that they've got on their high horse and they say, hey, we're working with our athletes on finding causes. But when you tweet out something in the name of Roger Goodell that says the NFL family is greatly saddened by the tragic events across the country to protesters' reactions as incidents have reflect the plain anger, plain anger and frustration of many others feel. And it goes on to talk about George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmed Arbery, Tracy Walker, And it gives a little soliloquy here. We embrace the responsibility and committed to continuing the important work to address these systemic issues together with our players, clubs, and partners. Bullshit, you aren't, because you ain't letting players kneel on the sideline during the goddamn national anthem. (laughs) Because this is the same stuff that Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee for. The same stuff. And that man is without a job. Without a job. And now I saw a reporter talking about how this would be the perfect time for the Minnesota Vikings to sign Colin Kaepernick. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Pardon my French. I'm trying not to cuss on these things anymore, but fuck out of here. What do you think he is? Some puppet? Some Jim Crow puppet that you could just do with that with? Get out of here, okay? They're going to sign Colin Kaepernick, the Vikings. Stop it. And the NFL, get off your high horse. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? All right, turning down charity, and now you're going to talk about how you're, you're with building the community? Show me the receipts. Show me the receipts. I want to know who you're who you're in bed with. <laughs> All right. How much money is going to police forces? How much money is going to the armed forces? And then how much is going to community community involvement? Huh? I want to see the money. Put it where your mouth is. That's all. All right. Moving on. Let's kind of lighten it up a little bit. We talked about workouts. I got a bunch of stuff here for you, dude. Um, no stat, and and uh, we'll just skip. We'll just skip winners and losers. Um, we'll just use this as a catch-up episode, if you will. The Jordan Doc. What do you think about the Jordan Doc? Did you watch it? Yes, I did watch the it. The Last Dance. Yes, I did. Well, we had, we did w- You and me personally did not talk about it at all. The the audience has heard me talk about it a couple times, but I just want to get your thoughts on it. Episodes one through ten, what you remember, go ahead. I'll, I'll hit you with some some questions if you need help or, or what your thoughts are.
0: Uh, I do not really thoughts on it. it. Was kind of everything. That's good. That's that good. I
1: you completely watched it. close minded.
0: I just. It was <laughs> just. I just. I just I've, I've always, whenever I've read about Michael Jordan or listened about Michael Jordan, is this is intense guy, that did everything to win, kind of like Kobe attitude. Basketball god. Well, no, Kobe got his attitude from Jordan. I know. Yeah. So it's it's kind of I didn't nothing really surprised me other than the, like the parting stories of like Dennis Rodman or something like that, or him going off and doing stuff like that, but.
1: The Rodman stories were wild.
0: Nothing, there, was nothing, there was never a point watching the documentary I just sat back, like, whoa. Oh, excuse like a whoa like moment. There was nothing what? like that.
1: No, I had a bunch of those. I never had like a whoa moment. Rodman pulling off to Vegas with well, the four no, Light like, on No, I'm talking
0: about, I'm talking about like, like parts of the games that we didn't know or see or whatever. Um,
1: The Dream Team. <coughs> excuse me. The Dream Team. I told you allergies were going to get me this show. The the Isaiah being left off the dream team. This whole time we've been told Ah Jordan said that he didn't want him on there. And then there's the video of him, or now there's audio that's leaked that said Yeah he doesn't want him on there. But Isaiah's own coach Chuck Daly was on, or his old coach didn't want him on the team. Larry Bird didn't want him on the team. Magic Johnson didn't want him on the team. So Isaiah didn't get along with a lot of people. So that's not always Jordan's uh, fault. Jordan well, might have d- been the final driving piece of that. That wasn't a
0: shot. I Man, I, I always I always knew that that that. Pistons team was not very well liked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just out there just hammering everybody. It was
0: basically they were like the uh they're like the the Seahawks back in the 11, 12, 13. Legion of Boom. The problem with the Legion of Boom when they were, when they first threw up they had they thought the way they earned respect by getting in your face and taunting you and when they first got introduced nobody liked them and that was it's like players. Oh, okay. Cuz they were so raw raw and the whole um well, especially the Niner fans never liked them but Different story. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the same way, basically. And your face are tough. They they beat you down. And, yeah, I always knew they, they were not liked, so that wasn't really surprising there for me. Mm-hmm. Probably the only thing that was surprising, though, that it was, just, like, it was just funny, was Rodman going to Vegas for – Forty-eight hours to I get think, well. A, that's to what clear everybody thinks.
1: Everybody thinks that he was out there for ninety-six hours. It's, no, if you watch the documentary, Rodman was only out there for two days, and then he spent another two days at his house, which was literally, I guess, right across the street from, or his apartment, or his flat, or whatever he had, that was literally right across the street from the United Center. So Jordan went over there and pulled him out of bed, mm-hmm. you know, and dragged him across the street, which I thought was interesting. I don't know. It made him look like a definitely look like a jerk, um, and. He addressed certain issues, like his dad dying, his gambling, you know, the Isaiah thing. Like, he, he addressed all the questions, but I just don't think there was a lot that would, like, ther- that they didn't There wasn't going s- to be any slight towards the final say well, on that. Well, that's the, the thing. Right. Is, any slight that there was is they were going to give him the final say on being, on being able to spin it. So he was going to have his chance to spin it. And even the one episode that struck everybody, the one where he breaks down crying at the end, and he goes, you know, you may have not liked playing with me but I was always just doing it to try and make him a better player or to, to, to win a championship, you know, and then he starts crying or whatever in so many words. But it was just like, I mean, dude, I get it. Like, you want you want something hella bad, and you just want everybody else to want it as bad as you, and not everybody else is always going to do it, so you got to find ways to, to, to motivate them. But, yeah, when he yelled, you know, what's up, ho, to Scott Burrell or whatever his name was, just trying to, oh, my goodness, you know. Yeah. That was insane. And then once he learned to trust his teammates, all of a sudden everything took off. But, uh, you know, the, it, it's an interesting doc. Now we got the Lance Armstrong one. That's playing right now. But I haven't been watching it. I got to catch up on that on the ESPN app. It's pro- profiling his uh, his steroid abuse and all that. Whoops. Yeah, He's pretty open, about it. Whereas Like 10
0: years ago, he was denied, 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 denied. I don't
1: know if there's anything that this guy could do, honestly, that would make me not. Like, I respect what he did on the bike because he – He doped, but everybody else was doping, too. So, you know, it was one of those things where it's like with McGuire, Sosa, and I guess you can group Bonds in there, too. Like, those guys were doping, but other people were doing it, too, and they just did it better, you know. So... Um, I still think he's a giant jerk, though, but the thing that makes up for it is that, you know, the plus side out of all of his lying and cheating was he raised a lot of money for cancer research. A ton. A ton of money that was, for that cancer was a, that research. Was,
0: that was a staple in the closet. That is the Live Strong Livestrong ba- wristband.
1: That was the only the only redeeming thing that came out of Lance Armstrong besides, you know, exposing fraudulent cycling, you know, that was going on in this sport was that this man funded cancer research (laughs) (laughs) Or, or has at least changed the landscape of cancer research as we know it so that that's cool but other than that i mean at the end of the day it's cycling so who cares you know, At least in America. Nobody really cares. Like, maybe it's a big deal, the Tour de France over in France. You know I mean? It's a big thing around the world. The
0: Tour de France is the craziest. Craziest, cra- craziest bike ride in the world. Crazy endurance competition.
1: But, you know, you give me a Tour de France, I give you the Super Bowl. You throw the Tour de France, I give you the World Series. You throw me the Tour de France, I got the NBA Finals. You want to go on another world stage, too? You got the Tour de France. I say Olympics, World Cup, just the Euros, you know? Shoot, Kona Calf? Just, thats just—that's America, North Carolina, or North Carolina, North America, going at it in, in soccer. I mean, there's plenty of other things that I think would be more rugby. We don't even watch rugby all the time. I bet you the World Cup of rugby draw more than than the Tour de France. You'd be surprised
0: how much people, how many people watch Tour de France. Uh, I'm sure
1: that, yeah, but I'm I'm also saying you'd be surprised how many people watch the World Cup of rugby.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right about that.
1: So you know NASCAR, that'd be interesting. I bet you NASCAR does better numbers in America than it does. Oh, if sure, America
0: as a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd well, great. no,
1: I started to group the world in there. In the world, I said talking about the world, but at least in America, like France wants to sit there on how storied the Tour de France is. It's just like. I don't care. Well, you yeah. If you live in history, France, that's it. that's
0: your thing. And like America, our thing is the football. All you have is soccer. Is... You
1: have some basketball over there, but all you have is soccer and cycling over in France. You know, I mean, your baguettes and cigarettes and, and your wine. But
0: well, I mean, up in was what it? What's the one? Uh, is it um, Sweden? They they got long distance skating. <laughs> or is it Sweden or is it Norway? Wait, like skateboarding? No, like ice skating. Uh, long distance ice skating. It's like they're a thing.
1: Really? Interesting.
0: I mean, the, maybe. There's one of those one of those countries up there is just king of long distance skating. They always win it when it comes to the Winter Olympics, and they do.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, you have to be creative when you're in those countries because what can you do? There's, you know, but good on the French. Good on the French. They're hella good at cycling, so when they're doping, you know, good on them. All right, next up on the list, documentaries, and this is a two-parter because there's lots of documentaries out there, but one that I've started watching. Is Sunderland till I die, mm. and I have <coughs> excuse me a new favorite soccer team. I am announcing my fandom. I you're allowed to have different teams in different leagues, right? So
0: you will be waking up in
1: the early mornings on Saturdays when it, so re- when, it when it returns. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I will. Okay, so here's the thing: is I'm gonna clarify this right now. Soccer allegiance-wise, out of the leagues that I know of and actually pay attention to. De facto going to side with the San Jose earthquake in the MLS just because rep the Bay Area. Hardcore. Although, no idea what's going on in the MLS right now. Hand up. But if a game is on and I see that the earthquake are on, it's a live game, I will stop for half a second and say, ooh, go earthquake. And then if they get scored on, I change the channel. But if they can keep it scoreless or they can they can manage a win, I'm there for them. But they need to prove it to me. Across the world where there's better soccer, in Italy... Huge Juventus fan. And that was before Ronaldo got there. That was before Pogba left, actually. I was yeah. I was messing around with them in FIFA. So a lot of this comes from who I play with in FIFA. Don't uh, hand up, all right? In France, OM, Olympic Marseille. I think I mispronounced that incorrectly, but it's a light blue team. It is not PSG, so don't get at me, all right? You can't help on the bandwagon. Nope, not on the PSG bandwagon. I'm on the second or third best team in, in the French League. That's, respectable. Oh, Olympic respectable. Marseille. Yeah, no, I wanted one of those three. I wanted absolutely. a three-quarter zip one time, there but then it go. was like 125 uh, bucks. I nope. was like, no, 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 I can't do that. I'll just cheer from afar. And then now in England, in England, I used to mess around in the Premier Division with with Chelsea because that was like the big team that I knew you know, because I wasn't going to cheer for Man United. And then I was like, actually, let's be even more hipster. Let's, che- there's, let's cheer on Crystal Palace. Well, they're garbage. So I started watching this documentary, Sunderland Till I Die. And Sunderland was in the Premier League for about 10 years. And in the past five or six, the club has just completely crumbled. And they've been relegated. So they go from the Premier League to the English Championship League, which is like the equivalent of AAA baseball. Mm-hmm. And then... How uh, many teams are in that league? 24 there's so there's 20 there's top
0: four teams go top 14
1: there's go leave well there's 20 in the premier league or bottom four, there's 20 in the premier league bottom three drop out each year they get relegated in the championship well there's the premier league there's the championship there's league one and then there's league two and league two is like dub single a baseball mm-hmm. if you think about it right um that's a, a lot of these clubs they're, they've been around for a while they'll have been around for like 60 70 years they just they they suck they're underfunded they can't really get promoted you know and there's just all these leagues so, if you if you're in the bottom three of the Premier League, you get relegated and you get put into the Championship. And in the Championship, there's 24 teams. Now, to get promoted in the Championship, you need to finish in the top two spots. That guarantee, mm-hmm. and this goes for anything. If you're in League Two, League One, or the Championship, you're trying to get promoted. You want to finish in the top two spots of your division because mm-hmm. that's automatic promotion. Then what happens is for the third spot, because you get three teams that are getting relegated, you have six, five, four, and three playoff in a, in a mm. two-game playoff right I like that. so like the sixth team could actually get hot for two games and get promoted right and nice. then if you finished in if you finished in third sorry you didn't win the playoff game that sucks you should have finished in first or second so what ends up happening is Sunderland gets so they I think this is like 2016 they end up getting relegated this is following them at season one is following them in the 2017-2018 season they're in the championship they pooped the bed in the championship. They finish, I think, almost in dead li- Yeah, they finish in dead last in the championship. So in two years, they've been relegated twice. So they go from what is the major leagues to AAA to AA in a span of two years. And now they're trying. And, you know, with each relegation, your club loses money. They ended up getting a new owner. You got to be careful. But this is still a team that was in the Premier League not that long ago. Like, they have a very nice stadium that can seat almost 50,000 people. Like, the town of Sunderland lives and dies by this club. They're the lifeblood of the city, you Mm -hmm. know? And just after watching it, got hella compelled. So I picked up the sticks on FIFA and I chose Sunderland. And then, of course, I uh, did some Googling and, and did the thing where, you know, just like best players in FIFA to find best young players in FIFA to find with, for the less <laughs> amount of money because the way the transfer system works in soccer, you have to buy players. And, you know, if you're if you've only got eight million dollars to spend in the transfer market and you're trying to get five guys on your team, you've got to find a bunch of like guys in the mid 60s overall who have the potential to become like mid 80s. But you're only going to be able to buy them for seven hundred thousand dollars because you got to mm-hmm. make a dollar stretch. So, yeah, that's been fun. I mean, it's like being a GM in Madden or or in uh, in, in. Or create a
0: team like in like
1: an NCA. I wouldn't. No, I didn't. I wouldn't do that. So, <laughs> no. and, and you don't edit the guys, right? Because they develop on their own. So that's been dope. But yeah, just watching the, the thing. So Sunderland. Long story short, haven't watched all of season two yet, but I already know what happens. They finish uh, fifth in League One, so they don't. The, and and so they make the playoff, but I think they lose in the playoff. I mm-hmm. think they lose the first game of the playoff. So they're in League One again this year. They're currently fifth in the table. Or no, they're currently seventh on the table right now. I just looked it up on ESPN today because I saw an announcement that EFL League One games are going to resume. So my favorite English team, Sunderland now. Go Black Cats. The lads. Way to the lads. All right. And Love the, that name. The Army. I mean, the the Army. That's the, the fan club. Dude, the chants that they have are absolutely ridiculous. Like, they have one. They, they have a chant that goes Red and White Army, but it's red. Like, the way they cheer, chant it is like Red Wami. Red Wami. Like, because, you know, the English, they pronounce shit weird. So it's like they're saying Red and White Army, but the way they said it is like Red Wami. Red. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> the, but 50,000 people are screaming yeah. this, and it's like, I'm Sunderland until I die. Sunderland until I die. Um, Or it's like Sunderland, AFC, with the world's great or the the greatest team the world has ever seen. And like you can go, they go to away games, and you know you think like, damn, there's hundreds of clubs in England. Well, England's still a big ass place, but like each city has a football stadium, you know. But you go and these there'll be stadiums that seat anywhere from like twenty thousand, you know, maybe they only seat like ten thousand people, or they've got a stadium like Sunderland or or bigger where they could fit up to sixty. But they'll still be like. Always minimum a thousand Sunderland fans, and they are always the loudest ones at the game. You can always hear them cheering on Sun like they're uh, they're the equivalent of Sunderland because they're one of the oldest clubs I'd say in England. Also, probably I think maybe that's a reckless accusation or you know a judgment. Like Did you already see that the, 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 the city they play in is
0: kind of, kind of out of the way?
1: It's up northeast. They're c- they are yeah. like the equivalent of like a Boston or a New York team, okay. but not with nearly as much money. They'd be like a Vermont or a Connecticut. Like they're so way they're like up. up is
0: Albany, New York? Or like yes, things. yeah, okay. a Buffalo. Oh, gotcha. A Buffalo
1: would be the way to describe. Okay. It's an old shipping town. And so when Sunderland does well, the rest of the community thrives. It opens up businesses and blah, 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 and all that stuff. So you can obviously see the, the toll that getting relegated twice is taken on them. But... It's a, uh, it, it dude, they're so so loud, so dedicated. Their fan base is uh, the equivalent, and I'm gonna be keys to bias to saying this, but it's like the Steelers, it's like the Packers, it's like um, who's another the Cowboys. They're just everywhere and they mm-hmm. travel very well. There's a group of fans that go to every away game. There's a dude who looks like he has he does not live a very Nice life at all, but he (laughs) makes sure that he goes to every single Sunderland game, whether it's at home or away, and he'll travel from... But is it a better life than the uh, people that work at uh, Joe Exotic? Oh, 100%. 100%, yeah. And that documentary is wild. (laughs) Tiger King was absolutely ridiculous, but Sunderland Till I Die, I highly recommend it, and now um, I'm going to be providing updates on my FIFA... Season oh. because we got nothing else going on. So nice. already a little, do a little Twitch. up do a little twitch No, I won't mode. Twitch. No. I won't Twitch. I'll just give you updates here. So I already played one season and got them out of league once. So oh, now we're, now we're in the championship. and nice. You know, so we're we're working our way it's up. A there. harder
0: harder competition. Yes. Yeah. Much harder. But it's so. Are you w- playing on like on like all <sighs> star mode
1: or you like rookie mode? No, I'm playing middle. I think what is there Four difficulty. Average on, mode. There's four difficulties on FIFA, and because hmm, I used to be really good at FIFA too. I have to double check. I think I'm on. I think if there's four settings, I think I'm on the third one. I'll have to double check. If not, I'll make sure I'm on the third one. Which FIFA do you have? 20. Okay. Yeah, so I was... Who's the cover? uh, Mbappe? No, I think so. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it's Mbappe. PSG, French? Yes. Yeah, the Fly Emirates. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's a badass. So, wait, too much money in the transfer market. (laughs) (laughs) Can't afford him. (laughs) Although I did just notice that in FIFA you can, you you like level up, so I'm like level 35 because it carries over Mm -hmm. every year from when you, and I'm like kind of low-key hardcore been playing since it was like FIFA 11. I took a couple years off, you know. But Um, now that I'm back at it, dude, I hella a point. So I went through and I bought all these manager upgrades, and they were like, Level fifteen. Every five levels, you have a chance of uh, every you know five levels that you get. You have a chance of getting a a manager up or um, expense upgrade mm-hmm. to where you buy that and whatever club you have. All of a sudden, it says like the owner decides to invest more money in the club. So I I cashed in on this today because I didn't realize it. I've just been totally ignoring it, and there was. The last update that I, or the last time that I had bought one of those was level 10. So I'm a level 36. So I was able to buy level 15, level 20, 25, and 30, and 35. So I went from having seven and a half million dollars in the transfer market to now all of a sudden I can have, depending on how you budget it, because you can mess with it a little bit, I could have up to 57 million dollars. So now I could go get an Mbappe, or not, he's hella expensive, but I could go get a big name all of a sudden, but I'm not going to do that because i got a bunch of young guys. Young guys. Oh yeah. young, guys. Well, young talent. Young I talent. Dude, I, I bought a bunch of young. young talent on the cheap. For real. I for bought real. a bunch of 18 to 20-year-old players. I don't have a single player on the squad that's over 30. Just developing, you
0: know. Yep. Nope. It's not a sprint. It's a
1: marathon. Nope. Yep, exactly. They were all mid-60s, and right now they're all low-70s. They are developing just fine. We won League One. We're about to win the championship here. I think we're about 12 games in, so uh, I'll give do, you an update. Do they,
0: do they attend uh, the off-season of
1: Je- the, what we're the academy. Soccer camp? The academy? Soccer? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I'll put it through the workouts I'll put it through the workouts I bought a manager upgrade too That means I'm going to get More out of their workouts They're going to get more business. This is how you use HGH <laughs> uh, Inject Inject as such So yeah That's what I'm going to be Giving you updates On my Sunderland team Just know that right now Two seasons in And I have accepted An offer to be the uh, Manager of the Ireland National team So we'll be trying to make The World Cup there Thank you very much Yes
0: They, have the, they made the World Cup Last time didn't they No
1: they did not They Where? got ju- gypped was it f- I said gypped.
0: eight? Was it, eight was it five years ago They made it
1: no, they year haven't year been ago. in the World Cup in three World Cups. Oh, they
0: got screwed, didn't they? By on the, the French, yeah, by Thierry Henry right, with that's the handball. Right, yeah, that's right.
1: never forget. So, never forget. Mm-hmm. All right, what are you streaming?
0: I'm not streaming. I'm reading. You're reading. Yeah, I'm what? I what? shocked myself. By what? That I read a uh, Phil Knight's um, book about how he um, made Nike, which is a fascinating book.
1: I feel stupid now.
0: And then I just bought a book about uh the th- he's the old CEO of Disney from oh four to twenty nineteen. Iger. Is that the name? I don't remember what the name is. Go. Iger.
1: No, maybe it's Eisner or it's Eisner. Eisner, name, Eisner, yeah. yeah. Eisner.
0: I bought that book uh today. It was on sale in Barnes and Noble and it looked interesting and they had a quote from Bill Gates that it's a must read if you want to read a good business book. Wow. Not to not to be all hardo on you all, but Everybody. No, you are. You are. You're, uh, you're, <laughs> saying, you're essentially saying you're better than us, but that's cool, man. <laughs> do it. You do you. And then um, I'm gonna, that book's probably going to be here by next week, so I'm going to read a Ted Williams book. Oh. And I've been biking. I bu- I biked. I, actually, I biked 50 miles yesterday. Really? Yep. Road bike? Yeah. I biked from my house over Fountain Grove, over to Healdsburg, down Alexander Valley Road, over to the backside of Chalk Hill Road, over Chalk Hill Road. To Windsor
1: and back home. For those of you who are not accustomed to the area that we live in, that is a very, very long distance. Mm-hmm. I mean fifty miles would tell you as such. That's almost to San Francisco. Uh well, depending on where you are in Sonoma yeah. County, that is San Francisco. You would have made it to
0: well yeah, depending mm-hmm. on <laughs> from
1: where we're at, from where you live, you would have Lua- made it to Marin. From
0: the from the Luther Burbank Center, I would have been ten miles short. Yes. Yep. Wild. Mm-hmm.
1: That's insane, dude. I was d- gonna say my bike's d- hanging d- up there. I'm gonna have to bust it out soon.
0: But my 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 bone, the bones. I don't know what the bones are called. The ones that your butt is on does
1: hurt today. Your your butt bone hurts.
0: Whatever those two bones are. Yeah, right,
1: right there. The bone hurt <laughs> and the bone out. <laughs> ah yes. Okay, so that's good. You're biking and you're reading. See, so you really think you're better than everybody. Next no. thing you know, next thing you know, and I for my first opened, when guy. First, uh, no, 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 what no, a douchebag! What a douchebag! I don't
0: drink. I drink Coors Light, Coors Light and Truly's. Okay, good. Oh wow, Truly's. No more White Claws. I, I, no, I sent you that picture. Did I send you that. That's the picture on the snap. Oh, I thought I, I sent a picture. There's a there's a, at a Safeway. There's like a whole like section of just craft beer, and I said, "This is for
1: nerds. Where's the Coors Light, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> it's for nerds. <laughs> Yeah, craft no. beer is coming, gone. Take a seat, all right? We just want a nice Modelo, Coors Light. Give me oh, something. Yeah. Good, I miss Modelo, dude. I miss those nights at all <sighs> Good stuff. I'll be back eventually, maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. If the world ever goes back to normal. All right. Speaking of which, what are your thoughts on? We're gonna go bang bang. We'll wrap this up here soon. What's Game your bang man? Again. Okay. What are your <laughs> thoughts on the MLB season, the NBA season, and the NFL seasons? The NHL playoffs, by the way, coming back. Shouts out to the NHL because I didn't understand your playoff format to begin with. And oh, that's awesome! And now you've made it even more confusing. I don't really
0: watch NHL, but I'll probably watch to be the only thing going.
1: It's an NCAA tournament style oh, yeah. thing, like with the awesome. playing round. And, but the way I they seeded it think... was so stupid before. Now I think they should just stay with this. Twenty-four teams. The Sharks still didn't make it in. That's how bad they were. Um,
0: baseball. I hope it happens. They have a proposal to have the season start on 30th and end on October 31st. The Are problem, you a problem is pro though,
1: player or pro owner.
0: Uh, pro pro, 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 player. Okay, good. Um, the thing is, I don't, I whenever I think of the owner side, I don't, I, I always forget the fact that they're billionaires. I just look at the business <laughs> part of it, and I think, like, well, how the fuck do you pay Trent or Mike Kraut <laughs> that much money if you only have half a season you're not bringing that much income in but then it's like, well, the guy is also loaded. I also look at it
1: It's like, if you got funny money when it comes to owning a sports team, you probably shouldn't own that sports team. All right? You, like, nobody knew that this virus was going to happen but you need, this is is like running a business. Okay? So, you either start cutting players or cutting other staff or you... They cut minor league players. Well, yeah, but that's, you know, what's always interesting is whenever, whenever budget cuts come and ever rollbacks come, it is never... Never, well, this is never, this is, this is never the top been, this that is makes never, a ton of money. This has
0: never been a problem with baseball. With baseball and sports have always just been able to go on, no matter yes. what the economy and social yes. issues are like. So, this is a kind of unknown territory. Well, for that sucks
1: home. that you the, the Mets are so poorly managed that their owners stand to lose less money if the season is not played than if the season is played. Lose money, every other owner is going to make money if the season gets played. the The Mets are going to lose money. So it's not the player's fault that they agreed to take a pay cut and then the owners came back and said, actually, we don't like the margins. We need to cut this back a little bit more. No, 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 no. You already agreed to them. You already agreed to this deal with them. Eat it. You got to take the loss. Some years as a business owner, your business does well. Mm -hmm. Some years your business does not. I'm sorry that you thought that you could just catch on to these coattails and ride a sports franchise that is seemingly never seen, that that honestly, unless you're a club like Sunderland who goes and gets relegated, American sports franchises rarely ever devalue over time. Mm -hmm. They're exponentially growing because of media and the resources that are put around the teams. So why are we going to side with these owners that are always making, that are perpetually making money? No, you could take an L for one year. The rest of the world is. Get out of here. I'm tired. That's why I don't sign with the billionaires in that instance. I used to be upset with the player. I, go out there and play. No, they're risking their health. You guys make a ton of money. You can afford to you, – You if you can't afford to take the one-year loss, then you probably my, shouldn't be owning the team.
0: My, if I was a player, do you – if, if, if I'm a player, do I really want to do a whole four or five months straight of quarantine where you're literally just sitting – In a hotel and only talking to your teammates, really, then that's really about it. I don't
1: even know if it comes down to that, bro. I just think it comes down to long-term effects. Just what's going to happen to you? Maybe you don't die, but what happens if you bring a virus Well, I think if you're an owner,
0: you have to realize, especially in baseball, your sport's not going to do too hot if you don't get a season in.
1: Uh, yes, your your sport. Uh, so the
0: players have more levers than you do.
1: Baseball risks fading into the eternal, the, the forever being forgotten abyss and fading away from the American lexicon. Like it will, if there is no baseball season this year and other sports go on and play, we will look at baseball and just say, y'all were arguing over money and let this happen again. And then baseball drops. Baseball might drop below hockey. If you get a hockey postseason that goes off completely unhitched and you don't have a baseball season. Watch hockey overtake baseball in popularity, especially, especially with what we've gone through and how much we've been deprived without sports. If hockey's going to be one of the first live sports that comes back, and baseball can't get a season this year, I'm telling you, hockey's going to get popular. Hockey will get popular. Put that—that's a hot take right there. So hockey might. When we go big three, we might be talking NFL, NBA, NHL. When this is all said and done, if the MLB doesn't get a season going on,
0: maybe. We'll see. I think just uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just me, just me personally. I don't know no matter no matter what happens with baseball, I'll always go to the games. But it's just in terms of like uh, you're going to have a huge PR hit if you don't get a season. Huge priority. problem. Huge
1: problem. And I don't think they'll be able to recover from it. But
0: well, you won't be able to recover recover from because you have a you have an ownership and you have a management in MLB that is so nineteenth century. Yeah. <laughs> You have a contract in place right now where you can't have any media... You,
1: you've you you've
0: monopolized the media where you only show it on your oh, platforms. Oh, the social media
1: thing is so stupid. Yeah, baseball, it's so Trevor antiquated. Trevor Bauer in basically called
0: him out saying you, know, you can have Steph Curry does a dribble between the legs and gets more hits than Mike Trout making some crazy acrobatic catch robbing a guy in center field.
1: Yeah, why is it that I can see six different angle, six different video angles from six different Twitter accounts of a Steph Curry three-pointer, but I have to wait six hours at, later after, after a home run is hit for the MLB account to post, hey, take a look at this bomb. And Get yeah, out of here.
0: Also, have you you you're so and the MLB's problem also they they uh, so much of the revenue comes from TV deals for local TV deals and if you're out of the area and you want to watch your team play, your team is subject to blackouts. So they're coming. To, I mean, this whole the whole blackout thing with their streaming is ridiculous. And no
1: player is going to agree to a salary cap at a sport that has never yeah. had a salary cap before. So that's the one thing about baseball that's always been a little nice and interesting. That's why it's How they they pays that to that be a baseball football? player. But
0: football but didn't have a cap at one point. It's a
1: unions, bro. Unions. Gotcha. There's a players' union that has the NFL owners are. It's all. They're also in a position of power to where <coughs> those leagues. That's what they reached an agreement on. Never got that way with baseball. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that'll do it for this. Unless you got some more stuff you want to say, get off your chest. No. Thank you. The return was good. Nothing L- on my chest. We'll Stay w- safe out there, everybody. We'll see you on Wednesday. Are you going to come back on Wednesday? it's
0: wednesday i don't think i have anything going
1: on wednesday. june 3rd june 8 o'clock no preferably earlier in the afternoon oh. we usually do wednesdays you remember before pre-covid we were doing them around like five i need to get 6. a workout in though well excuse me <laughs> you're working at home bro you could just go straight from the office to the garage get out of here take an extended lunch break get your workout in and then i will motivate you for a second half of your I do, day i did two days oh wow excuse me <laughs> what's it like to live such a privileged lifestyle do you know what I've been doing? I've been focusing on the core a lot more. I've been Helps. doing planks.
0: How long can you hold a plank for?
1: Only about 30 seconds.
0: Oh. No, I actually...
1: But I've been doing, I've been doing f- uh, anywhere from 5 to 10 reps. If I do 10 reps, I'm usually holding them in 20-second intervals. But if I do 5 reps, I'll go 30. And then what I also do is bridges. I've been holding bridges for 30 seconds. It's a bridge. You know, where you just lay on the ground, and then you just throw your hips oh. up in the air. But I've been holding that. I haven't been pumping, you know. Not like a glute bridge, but I've been holding that for 30 seconds. That's that's also good for your core. And then I've also been doing supermans with flex in there, just if working can, working on the core hard. So core, 30. Bro.
0: So 30 seconds is is that like that's like it's like that's the
1: that's like challenging. 30 if I'm seconds. planking, that's when the body if, starts to if shake. If you
0: want to do a good one, it would be basically. I did it. I when I got really the way I got good core was I was doing minute. I was doing a minute plank minute rest so basically as much time as i was planking that's much much oh, i'm resting. doing 30 30 right now yeah so yeah, yeah. for f- like five sets yeah yeah that's what that, i'm doing yeah it uh, gets it good but that's what i'm saying if i and if i'm doing
1: 10 sets that's where i go 20 seconds and i go 40 second rest well you should i think you should st- just stick with the
0: five sets and then every week increase it by 10
1: seconds we'll see man i just started really doing it th- like i want to say on wednesday
0: doing every, if you do it every single day yep. you should be able to increase it yep. 10 seconds
1: every week yep. And then I'm also going to start throwing some side planks in there too to make mm. up for the obliques. But I, w- I figured I should get real good at regular planking before I start doing different variations. of it. You know, have a solid core on the good plank, base, plank. Good base, good base. Exactly. Uh, House ain't built on sticks. Uh, you know what nope, I'm talking about? Good nope. foundation. Yes, So yes. we'll see. I'm, I'm finally starting to activate the core. So Love I took activation. a look at myself in the mirror one day. I was just like, you know what? You're not the type that's going to do abs every day. But if you could get away to do core and convince yourself that you're stretching out your body and shit, and, hey, kid, you – well, not so much of a kid anymore. But, hey, dude, you could probably pass as somebody who used to be an athlete back in the heyday. Mm-hmm. And by back in the heyday, I mean maybe two, three years ago before he fell off, you yeah. know. So it just – it doesn't look like I drink nearly as much as I do, which is dope. Although I haven't had a touch of alcohol in – since l- not this Friday, but last Friday.
0: I have been getting more drunk during the quarantine than I have in the last year probably. <laughs> just on – just, just – Trying to, like, ease the pain of being in my parents' house. I've been going Bud, <laughs> Bud
1: Lights and White Claws. That's what I've been doing. A nice combination of the two. Yeah. Don't mix them. you got to pick one which you're going with tonight. Am I going with Bud Lights for tonight? Okay. I'll tell you. Go I'll Lights. tell you.
0: If you ever go seltzer route, the go-to pack is the Truly Citrus Pack.
1: Okay. I'm
0: telling you, it's lemon, orange, grapefruit, and lime. Can't beat it.
1: I just finally got a pack of Mango White Claws. Fifteen-er.
0: Mango is... The
1: no way. Oh uh, mango is the I had I the, had some girls I had some girls tell me that it was pretty good. Mango. Like a lemon lemon is clearly the best. That's the goat. Oh, yeah. That's undefeated goat. I've yes, had lemon, yes. I've had lemon. Lemon before. And tangerine or. awesome. L- I was gonna say lime wasn't too bad. I enjoyed the lime.
0: Mango is the butthole of no way. <laughs> Although I haven't had them yet because I just oh, finally finished chug- off the lime. It's too sweet for me. Oh
1: well, well that's your problem.
0: I'm not a so. big sweet guy.
1: I am. I eat a lot of pineapple. I never had the pineapple one. No, I'm just saying I eat a lot of pineapple in general. I stay ready. I eat apples. Start eating pineapples. I like
0: grapes, too. I eat a lot of grapes. Pineapples. I'm telling you.
1: You don't want to incorporate pineapple in your diet.
0: Do you incorporate hot dogs?
1: I actually had a hot dog today for lunch, yeah. Why? What makes you ask? Just
0: curious. Oh, okay.
1: It was a weird type of hot dog, too. It was like a... They had, like... Jalapeno and cheese in it. Stuffed no, no, it. but it was a stuffed dog. If that makes sense, mm. it was like a, it was like a, um, it, it was like a spicy something. Kale.
0: It was the, it was, was the no, there was the kale in it. And yeah, it, it, it was it, on when the When you grill. bit it, the juices flew out.
1: It came on me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on my hand.
0: Easy yeah. cleanup. Well, <laughs> that's right. I just dropped my hand down. I was like, D,
1: come here, girl. <laughs> oh, come here. Oh man. All right, so that's a good place to <laughs> end right there. All right. It was a good hot dog, though. I will say that. I don't know what kind of hot dog it was, but I don't know if it again. But, yeah, delicious. Delicious. All right. That'll do it for us. We'll be back on Wednesday. To the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time. Deuces. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey, uh, yeah, hey.
0: Hey. niggas talking, I'm a wall, don't worry about it, yeah. setting transits, niggas late like Jimmy Fallon, yeah. moving silence, I don't speak upon the violence, Bro.
1: up you with that. Legend allegiance to the flagging. Bring your static. Talk your shit and drop your address. We got time today, so check your Roly in your paddock. Backstage,
0: shorty John Stockton, where's your passes? Looking at a star, not rate, Charles, where's your glasses? Cop car next to us got flipped off like gymnastics. Pick six up to the house like UPS
1: with that package. Office smelling that sweet smell of that short term satisfaction. My shit in the way blasting. Open doors and go, Casper, nigga. I'll hey. feature like Jasper. That bit with a multi-milli after. I remember what y'all broke niggas said backwards. Burning bitches with some niggas in this backward. Yeah, we don't let shit slide. We don't let shit slide. Oh, we don't. No, no, no. Yeah, we don't let shit slide. We don't let shit slide. Oh, yeah, we We don't don't let let shit slide. slide. We don't let shit slide. Just like